1: Of the world, Steve Finger Style.
0: So, welcome to another edition of The Podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by First Row Collectibles. If you're into nerd culture, if you're into signed sports memorabilia, if you're into wrestling memorabilia, please visit firstrow.ca. Use promo code THEPODCAST20. You'll get 20% off. They got everything from comic books, signed sports memorabilia, signed wrestling figures, anything you need or want, old WWF magazines, they got it there. The best thing is they ship worldwide and they update daily, so please visit them at firstrow.ca. And if you're into video games and books, please visit bossfightbooks.com today for great books on classic video games. You'll find titles like NBA Jam, Resident Evil, Final Fantasy VI, and so many others. Everything you see on their websites available in paperback and ebook format, so please check them out at bossfightbooks.com. And if you're looking for the best supplements and CBD products on the market, look no further and visit legacy subs.com and Use promo code the podcast to receive 10% off. They have everything from sleep aid to muscle building. Anything that makes you feel great doesn't only apply towards athletes. Everyday people could use it. Trust me, it is good. They are Legacy Sports Nutrition, so visit them at LegacySubs.com. And if you want to support me directly, you can visit my merchandise store at tpublic.com or scroll down on today's device. It's embedded right there in the description. Click on that link. It takes you right to the merchandise store. I got everything from hoodies to t-shirts to travel mugs, phone cases, you name it. I got it. But the easiest thing, the easiest thing, the easiest thing, and for the fourth time, the easiest thing that everyone should be doing is please rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms, most specifically Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So this week I'm joined by two returning guests. First up, he is part of the post-wrestling family the host of Shot in the Dark, which is available on the Up Next feed, wherever you get your podcasts, John C. Evil. What's going on? Thank you for uh, having me back here on the podcast.
2: I'm very happy to have another in-depth, regular conversation to shoot the shit here today on this beautiful, uh, what day is today? Tuesday afternoon in New York,
0: so... Uh, NXT Tuesday. Yeah, there we go. NXT Tuesdays. <laughs> there you go. And that second voice you hear is my second guest, obviously. He is featured on AEW's Top Flight Entrance and AEW Music Presents Who Are We... No, Who We Are. You know what? Talk to Ruckus. Tell him to shorten that fucking name. AEW Music Presents Who We Are, Volume 1. He also released the Arnold Palmer album, available on Spotify, hip-hop recording artist, and the leader of the armbar era, rated R. Oh, man, what a was it a,
3: what a introduction thank you for having me again
0: number two chalk it up that's it that's it yes it's both your second time on the show again and both from new york we talked about this before what are the odds what are the odds so okay You see of course man of course <clears throat> okay before we get any into anything we have a lot in common all three of us we all like video games we all like wrestling we all enjoy hip-hop like i said two-thirds or in New York, one, myself, Toronto, still north, Northeast, so sort of the same shit, so what do you guys want to kick off with first, you want to talk about some hip-hop, some wrestling, I know Revolution just passed, you want to kick off with some Revolution talk, my friends? Let's do it, Revolution. Okay, I don't want to run down the whole fucking card, because again, being from post-wrestling, go over, check those guys out, they do a fantastic job, I don't even want to talk about that, why don't we do this, let's talk about maybe our favorite matches of the night, so, since you guys are the guests, let's go with Rated R. What was your favorite match of the night, man? So, I don't, um, I guess I'm going
3: to have to go dog collar match. Like, I know everybody probably going to say that, but okay. I just like the old dynamic of the story. And I, I think I'm probably leaning into the fact that I really enjoyed the story going into it, where I was able to look past some of the shortcomings in the match just because they did a great job telling the story. Sure. Like, you know you're willing to give people the benefit of the doubt where maybe the execution or the collar coming off or something like that where it might n- normally might be detrimental to a story that wasn't built this properly but this one was built really good so stuff as long as it didn't really interrupt the flow of the match too so much i was able to put that to the
0: side and and i wound up enjoying that the most on the show no i agree and no what, what are your thoughts quickly yeah um on the dog collar match just no in the dog collar match for sure i love I mean, it's not okay. my favorite match. I probably have one or two other ones that I'll put ahead of that I, I'm for personal the same. reasons. Yeah. But um I, I, I loved it. The whole entrance thing, even though I wasn't like a, a watcher of Ring of Honor,
2: I understood the significance of the music and just like the feel of it. I think I watched the entrance back like 10 times because yeah. it, it feels like cinematic the way the lights are <laughs> going on and everything. It was sick. And then you have the whole uh, old school outfit and recognize it right away. So that was yeah. special to me. Um, as far as my favorite match, I mean, runner up is Brian uh, Danielson and.
4: Um, moxley just because that match was brutal and just that ending with william regal coming out like yes. it just cre- it screamed like nxt to me it just felt like an nxt type of thing because of regal obviously right, right. but the fact that i watched the event in a movie theater here in white plains oh, and wow. uh, very local
2: to to uh, yonkers which is eddie kingston's town so as soon as eddie kingston came out the whole theater was like sure. cheering for him saying why yo this that <laughs> like just being totally behind him it so was. it made it more like it felt like he was like our hometown hero the fact that he won it was like whoa so that personally i think is my favorite match but i, I Danielson and Moxley like right behind it only because of the significance of that match and I'm really excited to see what they're going to do now with this. are they going to do a factual with Regal are they going to bring right. in Garcia other dudes like I don't know it's, it's, it's really that's like the one thing I'm going to tune in on Wednesday
0: for is to see exactly what's going to happen with Moxley and Danielson they really got my attention with that one see and that's what I love about AEW in general they always make you want to watch the next episode unlike other promotions out there we don't have to drop names because obviously we all know who they are but this is a positive podcast so like you, you know what I mean like Smokey Mountain, man, they so horrible with. <laughs> <laughs> like going back to the dog Holler match. Like, imagine if this was in another promotion's hands where they didn't build up the story like they did here, and allowed to go back into the past, allowed to have pictures from other shit, allow footage from other shit. Because it's like, don't be in that bubble. Because I think it makes it more realistic. And it was like, I don't think this match would have been what it was if there wasn't a story involved. I think it would just been another so-called three-star match. Yeah, and I think I really
3: think because of the. The emotions that they played on, the the blood loss and just the struggle, the dog collar played into that well because yep. Max's whole thing was being able to avoid the confrontation, avoid the confrontation. And the dog collar stipulation, went, went, and maybe it might have seemed out of the blue when they initially brought it up, it played into everything really well after, you know what I mean, once you yep. connected the dots and seen it play out, it was the right stipulation because you could have maybe did a cage as well but I understand that the door collar is kind of their thing with this being the second one. They trying to make it like a signature, sure. and all the four people involved so far have been like big guys in the company. So
0: yeah, I think that was they, they went the right way with it. So well, speaking of the right way, do you think it should have been MJF going over? Um,
3: yeah, well, it depends <laughs> right. on where they're going. Because if they're going, if they're going MJF Warlow, I can understand why they helped uh. it off. Smart. And yeah. let Punk get that to go Punk page first, sure. and then maybe give MJF the win when he beats Punk later on down the line type of thing.
2: Because you got to take care sense.
3: of the Warlow business since they're pulling the trigger on that immediately. Which so is that's good. why I think he couldn't win if they're
0: doing it that way. And again, going back to storytelling, that's the other thing that I loved about each and every match. There was, A, first good ring psychology all around, good storytelling, and then even the outside tactics and stuff like that all meant something. It wasn't just a blind run-in, or someone hitting the music and be like, oh my god, my music kick, where am I? Right? Sort of thing. Yeah, it
3: definitely played into all the stories, though. Yeah, I I just felt
2: bad for Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker to follow that, because I feel like nobody cared about that match, and then on top of that, the match itself was kind of filled with shenanigans. You had, you know, Rebel going on the apron, like, almost every other spot. I was like, come on. Like, that was, like, the, I felt really bad for that match because that match should
4: have been more than what it was because they had that crazy match last year, That's the lights out true. match, so you expected, you know, a I lot think, more for them. So, unfortunately, they were, they were
3: putting them in a pretty bad spot. Yeah, that was a tough spot for anybody. With that match in particular, though, I think because they the, the is to keep Thunder Roses is so strong, like, all of that outside stuff, while it might have accomplished one goal, it, it made it, too, cluster, it made too, um, too much of a cluster where they could have maybe possibly, I don't know, gave her a different opponent where she could have she could have went over more strong and maybe did something else with Thunder Rosa and put that off to the win. Because I know they're fighting again soon, and I guess yep. that might be the win. But maybe you could they could have did it a little differently and, and gave Britt. Because, like they show, they say, um, Tony Khan predicts it has his cards laid out already. So yeah. maybe in the layout of the match, he probably, I don't know, he could have did it a little differently with a different opponent where it could have been more of a dominant victory where the crowd wouldn't have had to be so invested in it. Because the crowd a lot of the crowd was looking for the Rose and win anyway. So to put it after that punk match kind of was like a letdown when it didn't happen too.
0: Yeah. Of course. And then after, like you mentioned, you know, John Moxley versus Brian Danielson. To me, this was one of my favorite matches too. And my other favorite match was the AH AHFO versus sting and that crew and we'll talk about that after but yes this john moxley match with again storytelling and we never got to see them in wwe and now imagine if they did wrestle in wwe it would nowhere in hell be as close as this nah, right even. but wwe match has its own kind of things where it would have still been a, i feel like it would have been a great match in the wwe right yeah of course we didn't get really any near falls or
3: Finishes kids and that's a big part of the wwe storytelling so that's true yeah it's great like great matches can happen in different companies and it could be with the same wrestlers and they have an entirely different match and i, I like that the AEW is allowing that the thing is the fans are when you're a fan of one company you don't have to necessarily bash the other style of doing it like
0: that's, that's all I, agree with me. I mean we get into the thing where it's so Everything is so personal
3: now. Like, you like it, and it only has to be like that. No, we can enjoy yeah. a great WWE match because Daniel Bryan versus Dean Ambrose would have been a great match as well. No matter. <laughs> on a pay-per-view, I can't say it would have been like that
2: on the TV show, but if they had put it on a pay-per-view, it would have been a great match as well. Yeah. No, I absolutely agree with that. Like, because a lot of people like they they love AEW because they're only comparing it to WWE. So they're like, oh, you know, AEW is like our Lord and Savior. But there's right. other good wrestling out there. i been yeah. watching, you know, MLW. watching NWA, New Japan, Strong. Like, there's a lot of really good shows out there. But obviously, AEW is going to get the most buzz because it's on a, an actual network. So you're going to immediately compare that to Raw. But then Monday Night Raw had a crazy match last night. This triple threat <laughs> tag match was amazing. But right? people aren't going to give it time of day because <laughs> they already had this like. You know, this are saying, "Okay, oh, AEW's already better. So you're not even going to go back to WWE at this point, which kind of sucks because they do put out some manners once in a while.
0: And I don't know yeah. if if you guys felt the same way too, but especially in this match, it felt like almost every match, again, nicely paced, hard-hitting, New Japan-type style, no? Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. Sure. I think they
3: adopted that, so now it's like pretty much the AEW style. Like, because you would say it's like basically New Japan light or, you know what I mean? <laughs> They have like it's like a, a hybrid between the New Japan. Well, Kobe was bringing those elements where it was like a hybrid between New Japan and WWE. But sure. now that he's more going, I think it's more leaning towards the whole just hybrid. The the more of the New Japan East style, you know what I mean, or West actually, New Japan West. <laughs> yeah, it definitely felt like New Japan strong with a mixture of
4: like blood sport that they've been doing the GW It was that type of mm. feel, which makes sense because Moxley came from that. Even
2: Regal was like kind of dipping and dabbing in blood sport when it first started, so it kind of makes sense in, in storyline. But, I mean, I'm really interested in what they're going to do next. I really hope that they bring in, like, these guys like Moriarty, um, Garcia, and just have, like, some crazy, like, stable, like, you know, just, like, a,
3: a, a crew of people just, like, that, you know, run with them. I think Regal allows it to be where they get young baby faces, where it won't have to be
4: mm-hmm.
3: Dave Brian being in that mental position. Like, how? Because I don't think that fits the character they're doing right now. Like, I know what he was saying, and I know they can make it work, but Regal... Being the one that takes maybe the young baby faces so you can incorporate people from all sides of the spectrum into the, to the group where you still have Moxley and Brian doing their thing with their particular pupils, but then you'll have Riku maybe with a couple of his own. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So you can kind of bring a lot of people involved because a lot of people in that company could use the tutelage of the people involved in that.
0: Okay, Sino, you just mentioned two guys off the bat Moriarty and Garcia. Who are some yeah. other guys you want to see be in this faction? Or that's not even signed to AEW yet.
2: Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say some girls throwing like Layla Hirsch in there, Oh. like throwing some real shooters.
0: You know what I mean? There you but there's definitely people out there. One person that stands out in my head is uh, Darius
2: Lockhart, who's been doing stuff with like NWA and uh, GCW. What? He's like, he's one of my favorites. Like, he would be great in that in that environment. Um, yeah. But yeah, Garcia for sure, Moriarty. Um, the, the thing is, AW like they, they, they. I feel like they signed somebody new like every week to the point where like <laughs> I had to sometimes go through the roster and, and, and like, I forget who was signed to so them. like you know like
0: a lot of people. J, yeah Jayleaf I got signed I forgot, I forgot I forgot Ruby Soho was signed for a minute I forgot, that's right Ruby,
2: Miro like yeah. there's a lot of people
0: that were TV, there
2: yeah
0: yeah like, like, like
2: Swerve Swerve just got signed that they better push him to the moon at this point
3: yeah if I could come out of left field with one how about cool. Bad Country Big mm. Country yeah. South- that to give them a nice little mean edge. Like Regu have them being like the brawler type technical. Because t- Big Country, I like they look. I feel like they need a better shot. And they, gotta give them something to do. But pull them out of the, the doldrums or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: No, for sure. And then, like I said, the other match I really enjoyed. Old school, to me, it felt like an Attitude Era type of match that you would have seen not like on a WrestleMania back in the day. The AH... Again, they gotta change it, which I hope they do, because this whole Matt Hardy, what's going on, going back to his old gimmick, A-H-F-O, versus Guevara, Sting, and Allen. I was not expecting what the fuck happened during this, like, I don't know what I was going into it, but whatever it was, it was not this, And but I loved every fucking second. It was crazy, man. Sting, 60, what, 62 years old, right? going through tables, like, I was like, what is going on, yeah. right? That's, that match
4: was wild. I it. Honestly, I didn't like that. No? Nah, I didn't I think
3: that's a horrible use sting. Like I'm just like,
4: nah, I'm maybe I'm being wrong about it. I'm not <laughs> the biggest, thing. I just don't like how they're using it. Like that's Okay. You don't need to be in the bros like that. Like
3: a lot of the unnecessary stuff. Now nah, a lot of things could have went wrong in it. i know I'm probably being a wet blanket, but no, nah, I didn't <laughs> I didn't really like that at all, man. Like to be honest with you. I don't even like that for Matt Hardy. Like, cause he you could tell like he's recently recovering from issues last year. It's like Right. they got him out here doing this stuff again like I don't know
0: I, I prefer that for maybe the younger guys I was just gonna say like what, what, yeah, no, like I, what Sammy I did that. Yeah, I hope that nobody got hurt out of that but yeah
3: Andrade, Andrade and private party versus Sammy and somebody with Darby like that like where you get the older people out of there I know it's for the name value but staying jumping through three tables and all of that <laughs> right. is kind of ridiculous man like when you think about it, like, when you really I sit know. down and think about it, it's ridiculous that they got to yeah. do that, man. Like, Especially because especially he's never done that before. Yeah, right? <laughs> like it's Mick Foley. Yeah.
0: It, you got you asking him to do things he's never done, like. And, I see what I mean, you're saying now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lost the ball match with Abyss. Yeah, I
3: understand and all, but nah, I just didn't. I didn't, I didn't like that. And that Abyss match was, like, 15 years ago, so. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, well, uh,
2: either, either Sting is having like some like old man
3: crisis, or he's just like he knows this is his last year, and he's like, "I'm just gonna do whatever I want." I mean, at this point, like he doesn't care. Like I just like I just want to see him doing something more meaningful. Like yeah. when he first came, they they had a they had they was doing a better thing with him. Like yeah, I yeah. feel like he was more involved in the stories, and it was he's just like tagged along with this right here. Like I want well, to. Get... Yeah, well,
2: I was gonna say, what would you do with him? I mean, you can't really put him in a title picture, right? I mean, what else can you nah, really I,
3: do with Sting? <laughs> Too, but there's people there that he has personal issues with. We can maybe look into some of that more. Maybe the Arn thing. Maybe um the Tully thing. Is there's, there's older guys there. I mean, you can even try to incorporate some of his TNA feuds if you want to do something like that. Just something that meet like maybe some younger talent that he's like like Darby, or maybe we can get to the point where they split up. Because eventually you got to get to that, right? I would yeah. think at some point you build it to a point where Darby does that. Maybe we could do that, and that'll give some, both of them something to do where no titles involved and not really. They can incorporate other people, then can get a new protege. Like, there's ways to, to get the value out of them and not have them jumping off the
0: balconies and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> that's true, yeah. But do you want to see him in a role sort of like Jake Roberts? Because to me, I think that's a waste, too,
3: right? No, I like him. Like him having personal issues where he settles them in the ring. Okay, okay. But I don't like the garbage stuff. Like, gotcha. you know I mean? I hate to call it that, but that's what yeah, it yeah. was, man. <laughs> like, because they was using
4: the garbage can for a lot of time. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Yeah, it literally is garbage. I have a, I have a weird feeling though because well I think I don't know when this, this release is gonna come out, but I know that like Jeff Hardy is
0: soon cleared to Russell, right? Yeah. yeah. AEW, so I feel like they're gonna go the Hardy Boys against Darby and Stang, and then we might run. Rock- oh might run back Sting and Jeff Hardy, and hopefully it'll dude, be a lot better even, than it was last time. Dude, but even doing that, right?
3: That's fine. Jeff Hardy in to go against Sting is like, wh- like, is that really the best use? Like, we get the Hardy Boys. Yeah. It should be straight dream matches every week. Like, you got. Oh, yeah, whole,
2: no, I'm, t- I'm, I'm saying like a one time thing. I think eventually they're gonna like lead to, to H HFO split up, and you can have like Hardy Boys against Private Party, Hardy Boys against to yeah, play, and, and have a run through hey. all the different teams that Matt Hardy was already with.
0: That's that's the um. I have, and can we get Helico with Jack Evans involved, please? Put, I know, right? Yeah, I know. It's crazy, oh, man. I know the whole tag team division over there is stacked, and what they're not using versus who they are. And even I understand why they do it every once in a while to split up a tag team and give them a singles, like not a, a push, but like say like a, a match on dark or whatever. But it's like again, you have so many singles guys. Why are you splitting up a tag team? Put them all in a yeah. match or, or yeah, do yeah. a trios match. Fuck! Make your tag to keep your tag division. Your tag division, like, if right?
3: you win the tag division, because of all the teams that's not working, you're right. They should just do tag matches, like. But I feel in, like, yeah, their, their
2: roster is so deep. I have this feeling with this Ring
3: of Honor thing. I feel like they're going to move a lot of the people. I to Ring so. of Honor, like Brian Cage, Janela, and Helico, Jack
2: Evans, like these guys. I feel like they're all going to be able to Ring of Honor at this point because they don't get no TV time. Sunny Kiss, like they're only on,
3: on Dark, you know. So yeah. it's so, like, I right, now, like with that, right? Yeah. With Ring of Honor. With AEW guys still be Ring of Honor? I think they got to do it a different way. I don't think they can do that. Well, everybody doesn't fit. Like, Yeah. yeah I, was, it, I don't know how it's going to work because they said, that, like, that, Ring of Honor is under Tony Khan. It's like his
2: own little entity. And then you have AEW is like, Shot Khan, his dad. Yeah, but, so they're not going to have the same contract
3: type of deals, I don't think. I don't.
2: Know, I'm really don't know
3: how it's going to work. Yeah, but you know when you think of the brand, right? Like, the Ring of Honor brand. You bought the brand. You would want to keep it as strong as you can. Like a bunch of AEW people in there is kind of like mucking it up already early on. Like, that's basically the invasion. Because yep. when they first got WCW, their they brand wasn't strong enough. They start adding WWE people in after they started adding the ACW people in. So yeah, that's it's true. True. like, if you're going to do Ring of Honor, they still got a talented roster. You don't have to use everybody, but you could grab a couple of the people that was on the roster and then add a couple of AEW people to that. Kind of like the Honor No More thing on TNA. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Something like yeah, they out of one,
0: that. where they still keep the brand identity because it's strong it's honestly it's stronger now since it closed than it was when it was open I know it's funny how that is and see no, I don't know if you've heard anything but the last I heard was it was gonna be like a feeder system sort of thing and yeah like how you said they're gonna incorporate some of the people they don't use on TV and whatnot but it's true how are they gonna do that if and I know the whole forbidden door business but is it going to be short term are they gonna permanently move over there like yeah, who knows, we right? Don't, we don't know right? From Ring of Honor, or just gonna go right back there. Like, I think people, so too, you know, right? Like, Garcia, oh, like, yeah. I feel like they signed up with the intent of just going right back to
2: Ring of Honor, which, you know, sucks for them, but now, I don't that, know. Job that's to that's job, I
3: guess. I don't know. That was smart because that means when they did the thing where they let the talent out, that was like, all right, let everybody out, and then I just get to pick and choose the people that I want to bring back instead of having to take by the company with all the contracts involved. That's you know true. what I mean? Like, that's the way to do it. It's, a lo- it's like it's more
0: attractive to sell that way. That's true. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. And, yeah, and, and even Sammy in this match, too. That guy, I think he's the new Jeff Hardy, obviously. And not to say that he's Jeff Hardy, but you know what I mean? That they're defying style that just doesn't give a fuck. And, man, I don't know, man. I don't know how these guys do it day in and day out. Like, we we talked about it before. Fucking, um, what, what's his name? Phoenix. Phoenix. Like, I don't know how these guys do it day in. And like, and, like, and, like I was saying, Phoenix getting hurt. Like, I'm surprised more of these guys aren't on the shelf. yeah.
3: That's yeah, that's that true. style that like, they're using yeah well they don't have house shows too so that's a one oh. thing Like, yeah a lot of them mm. only work like once or
2: twice a week so maybe that's one of the reasons which is good for them obviously it works to like not have to do like just random house shows on weekends every week so that
3: could help true without the um, you no know, house shows and like it's not like everybody's on the show every week either so you might go a week oh, yeah. or two without wrestling that's true <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. or maybe on dark because I know they batch tapes and stuff too so you, it's yep. a pop go a couple weeks without wrestling so you That's try true. your match maybe you might be one week off two on or something
0: like that yeah no so. kidding yeah so from top to bottom great pay-per-view i'm assuming oh, everyone yeah. loved it like you know there was no i think you know what oddly enough i in my opinion at the worst match and it wasn't even a bad match was the jade cargo versus Ty Conte match out of all the matches uh, I, I, I like that better than, than rosa sorry, and, and too, Baker. Man, did you i don't know it was, man it was, it was a lot Say I was, that saying, much, I was but... honestly going to say that was the best women's match of the night Because of the, the energy going into it like, No, it's... you have to watch the Statlander-Hirsch match I don't know if you watched that, that was on the pre-show Oh, oh matter of fact, yeah That I was good, good. Yeah. That yeah. was a good match I, I think that was that. the best women's match of the night Alright, so yeah, I can't say that Because I didn't see the buy-in yeah, yeah, no, that, that was, and it, to start off too, that, that was a great match, and then it was funny, because I, I, was, and shout out to the Up Next crew and Brayden, I was at the host, uh, their viewing party here in Toronto, we were watching it there, and when Hook came out, I was there with my wife, my wife looks at me, she, okay, she doesn't watch AEW, she knows WWE guys in old school, like, she used to be an old fan, she dips in and out, so she's, she's watching Hook against QT, she looks at me, she's like, how is that guy gonna beat that guy? And it's true, you know what I mean, like, Hook, like, I know he's over and everyone loves him off And she didn't understand why But it's like to the average viewer who just pops in You're like this guy can't do anything But then he starts going and then you see what he's all about And then by the end she was a fan Like you know what I mean But I I don't know like how do you combat that Or do you even care what an outside person cares I
3: think it's more natural right That's just gonna have to be Life taking this course Because you can't rush it You know what I mean How you look when you're 20 something Give it a couple years, he get a little more. Just like life gotta happen. Some things you can't rush. You know what I mean, he look how he look for real. He, he's still young, but I figured you give him a couple years. He stay under the
0: regiment, He start rounding out like his pops, and then you can't fix Right, because it's the same issue with uh, with with Dominic Mysterio that I find. Like he just looks like because they have no pun intended such a baby face that they look like they're still teenagers. But that Dominic issue is not gonna be a big one once he once he takes the mantle. You know what I mean? Cause that's, that's
4: gonna true. happen eventually. So next time we see him after that, we he gonna be an old man under there, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, it'd be crazy. I know we're talking about like Ring of Honor and the whole Regal crew. If you have a, a storyline where Hook leaves his dad and goes join with Regal, oh. that
2: would be, be crazy. Just do like some oh. sort of like dissension, oh. but not like straight up like turn on Just be like, hey, listen, Dad. No offense, but I want to get like some outside oh. training type of thing. Imagine, <laughs>
4: imagine, imagine Hook with those guys. A
3: Hook with a Garcia and and, and Moriarty and those guys. But- Trying to blow my mind just now, like, mm. he's so he's so attached, like he's so in line with them that I never even considered him not being a part of that. That that was crazy. Just yeah. Wild.
2: Right. I mean, and just put him, you even put him in Ring of Honor, like you know, if the, the rumor is true about Ring of Honor being a developmental territory, like that. Make Hook the champion, I you know, have Hook over there for like a year or two, and then by the time he comes back
0: to AEW, big pop, huge pop when he comes back. Yeah, I oh, could see I, him being I, a pure champion in I, Ring of Honor. Yeah,
3: for sure. Right? I don't know if Taz going to be alright with that, man. Taz, <laughs> Taz seems too involved in that. Like, he got his hands in on him. He's like, I don't know if he's going to let that happen. You want him to be the leader, team Taz with. be. I don't think he going to be like That's oh, true. Goes. Hopefully, That's they true. get the regal son at some point, right?
2: Yeah, he's been over there in NXT UK. He's been doing his thing over there. Um, what do they call oh, him? Now? Charlie Dempsey? Yeah, he's actually been really
3: good. Oh, okay. like he gonna, he gonna stay. He's going to stay protected. Oh, yeah.
4: I, f- I feel like NXT UK is like the safest spot to be if you're under WWE because they don't be firing they anybody They don't, right? right I heard um, Roderick Strong
2: just went over there for a couple tapings, so he's oh, nice.
3: good over there. And they let people They wrestle. Let, let the stuff, they let the stories develop, they let them wrestle, and they let things have meaning. It just means something like a stable been together for over there for four or
0: five years. It's New York, oh, yeah. brick sharing or nothing. Like, you know what I mean? They just they just together. Oh, don't and worry, guys. And all the WWE shows, my favorite is NXT UK. Like, you got really? AK, Nathan Frazier, Dragon, all. Like, they may have some oh, sure. crazy matches over there sometimes. Oh, just wait until it turns to NXT UK 2.0. Then I we're best, done. Yeah. I don't think Vince McMahon even knows there's a WWE well, like shows. They got a European version of Braun Breaker over there, and I'm fine with it. Like, because I mean, that <laughs> Braun Breaker was the catalyst for the change. So, that is true. They got somebody like that over there that changed the name. I'm and right. actually, tell you the truth, uh, not that I hate to admit it, but recently. The new version of NXT, I've been liking their... Like, at first, like I was day cold to all the new gimmicks. But now, I it's been, like, I don't mind these guys. <laughs> Yo, I've been on board from day one. It's like something about them where they don't need no change.
3: You could just throw anybody that you see on there on Raw, and it won't be it's just a, a brief introduction. It's not like the Velveteen dream where you need a whole <laughs> package that I know what's going on. Right, right. You could pick anybody out that bunch and throw
0: them on there... What's the Grayson Grayson Walker was his name Oh, uh, Waller. Waller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's one of my like, faves. Yeah. On, and as soon as he makes his entrance, you're like,
3: oh yeah, I'm a Buddhist guy. He's a, he got that face. He's just like, you know, what I mean? it's this something about his presentation that I feel like they've they've honed in on doing a better job of making WWE superstars like that's ready made for the roster as opposed to people that you got to get and you got to come up with a whole a whole six months to get them acclimated to the fans nah you could
0: send you can see last night you just put bar break on tv and it's magnetic like, it's, it's, it's a star man. yeah and everyone knows his backstory like whoever doesn't then i'm sorry you live under a rock but you'll eventually know anyway so who cares that's true i mean if you know if you know anything about this business from the past and you look at him he's like oh yeah he, he he reminds me of one of them <laughs> i know it, it's so funny well what, one last quick thing uh about um the revolution pay-per-view and once again i think he's the greatest announcer right now going excalibur the way he knows everything first off and the way he covers up everything in such a quick like there's like no stall like you see the fuck-ups and he's already on it m- making up a story for it and it's like that's fantastic
3: yeah i would probably be you'd probably be a shady guy to do business with because he's quick <laughs> on his feet. <beat>. like
1: you're <laughs> <laughs> that's true right yeah you- he be trying to
3: sell you something, and you like, yeah, you want to take your whole house? To say like, hey, <laughs> he to me out of all my <laughs> <laughs> But what
0: what do you guys think of the actual announced team? Because I the one gripe I have is sometimes there's too many, and I'm one of those guys that if you're an active wrestler, I don't mind guest spots, but don't be like, no, you guys are still wrestling. Taz, I don't mind, but or just do cameos every once in a while. That's it. Yeah, I mean this like I, I love jr but i feel like it might be time
2: for him to maybe like do something else because i feel like he kind of clashes with the sometimes like even during revolution sure. you know like somebody like did a liger bomb and i think the JR called it a power bomb and his was like trying to tell the difference and jr was like i don't really care like you can tell he doesn't care about that yeah like whenever dad houses shows up he's like what's like you can tell he's like totally like some things he doesn't
4: really click in so sure. it's like other people there like you
2: know ian Rickabani who came for ring of honor he's right. amazing i he think can take he'd that be good. Spot. you can even put a william regal in that spot Not, mm. nothing against jr but i feel like yeah obviously he's a big name but i feel like he's been there for a while now and they could definitely transition him out without like having any sort of like bad blood i think
3: between them he finally he finally got his he wrapped his mind around rs cassidy because i don't <laughs> understand this this Orange yeah. cassidy And now there's
2: there's Dan Housen guys Popping
3: up from under the ring Doing stuff And he's like He's like I don't like putting his hands in the air Like he doesn't know What's going on now I just I just thought I just did Orange You bring another One of these guys Yeah So Poor
0: JR Yeah but he's still Entertaining though It's funny though When when you start noticing He doesn't give a fuck That's the best JR I find But you know what They could do like To to lean into y'all There Remember how WWE would bring him out for main events or spe- like certain matches. Like, I like that too. Like,
3: like yeah. let Dallible be the main guy because he's ready to take over. Have Tony do what he's doing maybe get another guy to be the third. And then whenever um you got the big main events, he could be like a Michael Buffer type of thing where he's just like a special main event that's heavyweight true. championship commentator or all the type of matches would be J.R. Coles or something like all the... Maybe he would have called the dog collar match because that's the type of match that he would excel at and leave the the trio's matches to the people that's that's kind of in their wheelhouse like cause scalibur's running the point on that anyway you know what I mean
2: that's like, true yeah the only grip I have with Excalibur is sometimes he'll be like in the middle of the match just promoting other stuff like while the match is going on cause over Yeah, I mean? he's, he's, he's doing too much I hope like, he's trying to run down the card in like 30 seconds and it's like I'm over here I do the reports for Dynamite every Wednesday I'm like I gotta pause it I don't know what he's saying like <laughs> can rewind it, like trying to do his job, but, you know, he needs to relax a little bit, or they need to get somebody else, like, the job, like, to help him out or something. Yeah,
3: but to lean into your point even further, like, if he had somebody that was as knowledgeable as him, he wouldn't have to do so much of the stuff that he has to do, as far as in those blanks, and he he could maybe focus more on the promoting, and have the other person do that stuff, because... If he does, if he's not the one explaining the moves and calling the moves by names, we're not gonna really get too many names. Like yeah, that's, that's true. Why you, you bring in like a William Regal, you know, he, he did commentary before. He
2: and of Bonnie, they're probably gonna just slide back into a Ring of Honor, but he's he's a pro. You know, he's always a pro. So there's, there's people out there, but you, you know, Mark
3: Gallivan. They should probably keep Caprice Coleman too when they um
0: mm, yeah. That's yeah. true. That that is true. That is true. All right. Well. Also, wrestling related and video game related. Sino, did you try out WWE 2K22? I did. I bought like the NWO for Life Edition. So oh, shit. I got it a couple days early, so I was playing it this morning. Okay, okay. Um, and. I, I started pl- I started, it's, it's okay, it's good. Okay. Like,
4: you know, it's like, you know, blowing me away, or whatever. The graphics are definitely better. I know people complain about like
0: there's still glitches or whatever, but that's. I feel like every game I play that has glitches, so at this point. Especially online. On I don't care, Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, I did a little bit of the Rey Mysterio mode, which was pretty cool, like the oh, showcase. Sure? So it was like, okay. kind of like intertwining with his actual matches. Um, My son is big into customization, so as soon as he came home from school, he dove right into it. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, tell me how it is. And he was like playing around with the titles and the arenas, and he was loving it. So obviously, he, by the looks of what he's doing, the customization,
3: they definitely ramped it up. You um, like the mode then. Yeah, for sure. But the, <laughs> the controls, I'm liking the
2: controls a lot. Like, I didn't okay. even play the last one. 2K20, I didn't even bother with that. Last one yeah, I actually no. played, like, hard was... 19. Yeah, same um, here. so this one's
3: definitely a step up. I can see myself playing this a lot more. Okay. Um but yeah, so far so far so good. I like it. So oh, nice. like I'm sorry to um jump in real quick with the as far as you know, I know you said this is cool. Like my main the main enjoyment that we get out of uh, me and my friends get out of it is the competitive like when you think it's going to lean be able to lean into that well cuz you know when you playing your friends you're going to have fun even if it's a good game or not. Like
0: crime, That's right right. Face of it, you're having
3: fun playing the wrestling. You live, so, you think, it, you think it's going to be good for that? I think so. I, I still got to test it. I was actually talking to somebody about possibly playing tonight. Um, okay. So, I, I got to get back to you on that one. But, by the looks of it, I'm getting that feeling. So, I'm hoping. The counters, you know, a lot of times the counter system is like, it's really dependent. That's going to, that's going to, um, that's a big factor in the enjoyment. That's Cause true. If it, right. If it's, if it's too wonky, then, you know what I mean, you're not going to be able, But if it's precise. Yeah. And you, we talking about a good game right
2: there. Yeah. Now, so far, so good. I haven't really had too many complaints, but so far, like, the countering and the controls and everything have been pretty smooth, so I'm hoping it stays like that.
0: Okay, so we're all old-school gamers. What are some of your old-school wrestling games? Like, fuck PS2, like, before that, like, 8-bit, 16-bit. What are some of the shit you, grew, you guys grew up on? Well, SNES, Um, you ever heard of the Slimmery for Super Nintendo? Yes, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not my fault. And all the, the little, they, they used to always have, like, little voices when you go in the character. Sure. That was the game right there. And Fire Pro Wrestling also from, um, for the PS1. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like, when back then, wrestling was a, it was a
3: rare thing. So whenever you could watch it on TV, get a game for it, no matter right. if you knew the company, you would do it because it wasn't as free, it wasn't all the time, like now. So back then, anything i seen, I was grabbing stuff. It
0: was something called like MLPW for Super Nintendo. Okay. So wrestling, I just grabbed it. <laughs> I, I don't care who's in it. Like, you know what? You're right. It's so true. Like, even going back to the original NES, that first WrestleMania game, I actually had that game. Piece of fucking garbage. But yeah. I had a blast with it, and I played it every <laughs> fucking day. <laughs> Andre the Giant, Sprite-looking-all-weird <laughs> <laughs> so from
4: um Final Fight. Yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much played all the games growing up, but the first okay. one that really like stood out to me was probably the Monday Night Raw game from Genesis to ah. Nintendo. Woo! They, they Dan, Luna, Vashon, I was like, you play as a like, girl? That's crazy. But the one that really changed the game for me was um, WCW versus The World, when they started having oh. like wrestlers from Japan, sure. Mexico, they, they would change the names, but I would still read my PWIs and sure. I would figure out who's who. And
2: all that. That game. That game changed it. Um, even like uh, there was some fun game for PS One. I think it was in your house where it was like totally like what a combat style
0: with a tombstone, like a little tombstone you were hitting them with, like yeah, crazy. Yeah. Like, I think that was like the um the this
3: the, the sequel to like the WrestleMania one. WrestleMania,
0: That's yeah. it. Yes. That game. Yeah. Exactly. Like those games were fun. Like I I'm nothing against like you know here comes the pain and all that, but I feel like those games they all kind of blended in. Like they didn't really stand out as much as, like, the earlier games would to me. How about the old-school Superstars game in, in the arcades? W- did you guys fuck with that? Yeah, the one that had, like, lead You to Doom and all that, right? Yes. I yeah, I definitely played that one. I, I didn't get a chance to go to arcades as much as, as,
2: as I would want to because <coughs> they were getting expensive with all those quarters. So, I didn't get you know, I didn't get a that's chance true. to really play them as much as I, I would hope so. Um, but, yeah, those games were a lot of fun, for sure. I was more into, like, arcades. I was more
0: into, like, Turtles and Simpsons and X-Men as far as, uh, you know, arcades go. Yeah, that's true, but yeah, because there's, like, obviously the whole thing now is 8-bit, 16 bits is all making a comeback, you know, what's old is new again, and vice versa, so with me, I, I even had the the creator of it on the show, is Retro Mania Wrestling, have you heard of this? I was, actually, I was going to ask you about that, so I've, I have heard of it, I know it's out on, like, all the Systems now, right, It's so on Switch, much. and, okay, is it worth it? Like, I was thinking about getting it, but I, I didn't, I wasn't sure if it was Well, worth it's it. it's one of those cheaper rated games, so to me, it's worth it, and they they say they have all kinds of DLC coming. And they literally have people from all kinds... They have old school. They have current people. Like, you know what I mean? They have people from AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor. Like, the main character is um, is John Morrison. But they call okay. him Johnny Retro because of Retro Mania Wrestling. So, the, yeah. the whole story mode revolves around him. And now they have DLC coming with more wrestlers. But it's like... It, it, I don't want to compare it to Fire Pro because it's not Fire Pro. It just sort of looks like Fire Pro. But Fire okay. Pro is still like that 3D where this is like on a 2D axis. So you just go right. up in the, and like the old school Super Nintendo type shit. Like, you know what I mean? But it's fantastic. You have finishing moves. They have like a, a Royal Rumble type thing. Like I said, story mode and to me it's fantastic and if you want to hear anything check out the old episode because I had the creator and one of the writers on who did the actual story mode and like I said they're doing like Chris Bay is going to come out as a DLC character they're going to have Mr. Hughes as a DLC character coming out soon too so like and speaking of Legion of Doom they had them on so there's all kinds of shit going on there gotcha what about Def Jam Fight for New York did you guys play those games? (laughs) <laughs> I the OG one though The OG depth game That are like well, The one where it was like More like a wrestling game When they start losing The wrestling thing That's when you lose me man like, Oh yeah that and, was on The next generation what, what was it I think the my favorite one Was when Snoop Dogg was, was the last boss Was that the first one No I think that was The second one When they had literally Like everyone on it Oh yeah that one was
3: Yeah that one was A lot of people in it yeah, I wish I would remake those games. I mean, I right? can't re- release them now because with all the
0: different licenses and everything, but I would love to re- go back and replay those. It was Def Jam, was it Fight for New York? Then it was Def Jam Vendetta. Vendetta, I yeah. I played at least one or two. Was there three of them all together? Yeah, I think there was three. I, think, I, think, I, think, three. I think it was Def Jam Icon was the was one. Icon, yeah. Icon. Yeah, sorry, I, 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 don't, I don't think I played the last one. Me but neither. I definitely played no. the first two. Um, I'm a big Wu-Tang fan, so when I found out like, Met The Man and Ghostface are on I'm like, yeah, I gotta I gotta
2: play these. So but those games play, are crazy. Oh. Have I played Shaolin Style? I, I, I still own there's two there's two original PS1 games that I still own to this day, and that's okay. Wu-Tang Shaolin Style and Final Fantasy VII, because that's one of my favorite games of all time. All right. But Wu-Tang Shaolin Style, I love that game, man. You, you put the disc into the CD player, there's music on
3: it. Like, Bro, that game was crazy. What was the story behind that game? It was based on, uh, what's it, Thrill Kill? It was based Thrill on another Kill. game engine, yeah. So, you remember when Bootleg Games was out, right? Yeah, like, yeah. So, my guy had the Bootleg copy of Thrill Kill, so I had Shaolin Style and I had Thrill Kill. Like, Ooh, yeah, that's crazy. crazy. Yo, yeah. my dad, Rick Chen. He used to have like a store. That's when I first was heard the piracy. I mean piracy. No, I'm not yeah, condoning yeah, yeah. any piracy.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: I was, nah. a, I was impressionable. And they may have Yeah, when, whenever somebody brings up like 50
2: Cent being the first rapper to have a video game, I'm like, nope. Go back to Wu Tang Shaolin style yeah. 1999. They were the first
3: Everybody ones. Go back further than that because Shaq was a rapper and Shaq who came out.
2: That's true. Yeah. Shaq, yeah.
3: Yeah,
0: I guess. But like straight hip hop, though, it would be like Wu Tang. Yeah, yeah, Shaq Fu. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so right. And, and bring it up because it was like it was like a hip hop based music in the song, so it was like kind of he was playing into that. And don't forget, don't forget Parappa. Oh, oh, oh God, come <laughs> on. <laughs> my, son, my, my son still plays that. They released it for okay. PS4. And my son was playing the,
3: the first Parappa song. My man Mega got a song about the.
2: You got like a Parappa song? Oh, okay. Kick, kick, punch! Yeah, come on. He got bars. Perpet got that bars.
4: Demo, man, if you wasn't, you got to be from the time to know about the demos this way, man. Yeah. Right? You get a system, and you don't even really need a game. You
2: could just play. Oh yeah, I still remember when, when I first got the PS One. I was playing that demo disc forever. It had right. Moto on it, Destruction Derby, Twisted Metal. I was playing
3: those demos. My game. I was all on the ESPN games.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, the ESPN <laughs> demos. Yeah, for sure. Damn, we going way back now. Uh, I've been PlayStation since day one. Like, I had nothing against, like, uh, uh, you know, Nintendo or, or yeah, Xbox, but okay. I was always a PS guy.
0: Oh, nah, yeah, no! Yeah, no, I'm the same way. I didn't have it on day one. It took me a couple months, but I got one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was in the, I'm what still that? in the building when they had the big
3: cases. You remember when they gave... Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, it was a big, <laughs> like, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, the, the Wu-Tang. Yeah, I totally forgot you were a huge Wu-Tang fan. Finally, up here in Canada... I'm able to watch Wu-Tang and American Saga. It's available on Disney Plus, oddly enough. Go figure. Is that crazy? You can watch Mickey Mouse, uh, Spike, uh, Iron Man, and Old Dirty Here, I'm going to so blow your different. mind even more. You know what else is available on Disney Plus? What's that? The fucking ta- uh, the, the Pamela and uh, Tommy Lee uh, t- TV that's series. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Basically, Hulu too. Then. Well, Which that's the it? thing, yeah, because Hulu's not available here in Canada, so other networks or other streaming providers just... Pick and pluck from Hulu... And then they, they stream it there... Yeah... Because we have some stuff on Hulu... On our Amazon... On our Netflix... So it goes everywhere... So you pretty much have to have a little bit of everything... Like you know what I mean... So yeah... I, I started watching this... And oh my god... Like I had... Uh, Gabe Fonseca... One of the writers of, of the show... And I and I was telling him like... I wasn't able to watch it... So as much as I want to talk about it... I really can't... Because I don't know what's going on... And plus I fell off Wu-Tang so long ago... Like uh, it was like the third album I fell off... And then after that it was just like... oh And it's just little bits and pieces I remember... But now it's like seeing the story fold out. It's like, holy shit. And all the little coincidences and nuances. It's like, this thing fucking writes itself. Yeah. Yeah. It's a crazy story. I mean,
2: they, they, they embellish a couple things. Like the well, of course. And like, yeah, that's a little for dramatiz- traumatization and all that. But it's funny, you mentioned
0: Gabe because he, whenever, like, they open a new episode up, he used to put up, like, Easter eggs or whatever, like, little things from the show. Right, right. And I would always hit him up about things that he might have missed that I saw. Because I've been a huge Wu fan since day when I worked right. at Riza. You know, I've dealt with these dudes.
4: You know, I've made beats for them production and all that. Nice. So I've definitely like know these dudes like personally. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, that that shows great though. Like just to see like you know, when, when, I think it was when NWA Straight Outta Compton came out, everybody was like, oh, that movie was great. Who should be the next group or rapper to get a to get a movie? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Wu-Tang, but I said from the get-go, I was like, you can't make that into a two-hour movie. You gotta make no. it into a show. There's way too much story, and right. obviously they, they went with that. So I'm a little, it's a little bittersweet that the next season, they said it's
2: the last one, which kind of sucks, because I feel like there's so much more story. You can at least go two, three more seasons, but um, they said the next season's the last one, unfortunately, yep. so... I got two things, right. Mm. First,
0: that Tim Hortons cup is a, a beautiful touch. Well, oh, thank you. <laughs> <It's beautiful>. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. So while
3: you're sad, I'm actually happy because I'm one of the people that I like to wait till everything is finished to watch it. Oh. So I haven't. I've been. I've been abstaining from watching it. For gotcha. More
0: than like I'm just waiting for it to end. Sure. Same thing. I'm just like, oh man, I can't wait. Watch all in one shot. Yeah, so one thing that
4: sucks is like right after season one dropped, COVID hit, so we had to wait like two years before oh. season two. Yeah, so it was, it
2: was a long wait. So at least you get to watch
4: um, the first two seasons
3: yeah.
2: if
4: you want right now. The next season should be out later this year. I
3: would yeah, think. I'm I would waiting. hope so. Waiting, I'ma wait, and right before the new season start, that's when I'll catch up so I can watch the new season in real time,
0: there like the, the real time with everybody else. There we go. Yeah, no kidding. All right, rated R, my friend. Uh, okay. You've been doing a lot of busy stuff since the last time we talked, my friend. <laughs> Collaborations with AEW, dropping an album on Spotify. Where do you want to start from okay, let's go with your album, because that dropped first. Yeah. We talked about it a little bit the last time. You you know, you were putting the, the final touches on it, you didn't know when it was gonna get released. It's finally out there. It clocks in with thirteen tracks. I assume you're not superstitious because you went with thirteen, but that's besides the point. <laughs> but I'm- I grew up when, I grew up in that Chaz era, you know what I mean? Thirteen is not It's not always so bad, you know what I mean? <laughs> so a, a few things off the bat. Okay, so you did everything from mixing to producing, writing, and obviously you performed on every fucking track. What what was the hardest thing that you found putting this album together when you're wearing all those hats?
3: So this part of it was um because I was trying to go for like a seamless fill with the hip hop wrestling thing, the production was the most challenging aspect because I wanted mm. to have a different sound on there. I didn't want, it, but I wanted it to be something where, like, a lot of my music prior to that was leaning more towards the. I wanted the wrestling fans to be comfortable, and I still do. But I wanted it to be more where a hip hop fan could listen and not know anything about wrestling and still could enjoy the songs. Where prior to that, I was doing it where I wasn't even caring about nobody but us. Like, but now it's like it's still for us because. It's stuff weaved in there where you going to only understand it if you one of us. But at the same time, I wanted to be able to bring other people in with just hip-hop. Because hip-hop is a big part of my life, too. Yeah. And I feel like my in my career, I'll, I'll definitely lean more towards the wrestling. Because that makes me stand out as far as well, I used to. Now, everybody's doing it, but I hear what sure. But, <laughs> but it, as far as like being in the hip-hop game overall, it still makes you stand out. Because not a lot of people... Are, are making it that way? I mean, nobody actually. I mean, has actually made it the way I'm. I'm trying to do it as far as like as a uh like a Wu Tang artist that does hip hop and wrestling instead of hip hop. You know what I mean kung fu? So sure, sure. But that is still it's still open for me. But there's a the game is being a lot more open for people in, in general as far as the collaboration of the two worlds. You see it all over the programming, like on both companies. No, it's, it's more. It's more hip-hop-fluence now than it's ever been at any other time In these companies, you see it everywhere Like the, oh. Most of the main songs for the pay-per-views and everything is hip-hop songs now
0: No, that is true Okay, now, w- why the name Arnold Palmer album? Come on, fill us so, in w- w- What's up with this? So the Arnold Palmer You know, when you drink Arnold Palmer, it's half lemonade, half iced tea Right, of course and my music is half wrestling and half hip hop. Okay, gotcha. And I drink and Arnold Palmer is my favorite drink. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean,
3: one day I was drinking when I was mix, I was mixing a blend, the plane, and it came to me. I'm like, yo, my music is the blend
4: of the two things, and that's what Arnold yes. Palmer is. So it kind of, and not to
0: mention that the APA apple. My son get excited when I talk about my album. <laughs> you <know>? Love it. <laughs> yeah. I like I like that name Arnold
3: Palmer. I like that. Yeah, but the, um, and then the APA acronym, it's, it's familiar to us wrestling fans, Obviously. so it, yeah. it just was all, it just seemed like, it seemed like the perfect name, and I was went with it. But don't be on the lookout for the uh, the Honor Pop album, too, the HPA. Oh, shit. Ah, yeah, right before, but before Ring of Honor was born, I was already working on it, so it was like, ah, but. I'm still
0: dropping anyway. I'm like, sorry, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to touch on a few tracks. I'm not going to run up and down the whole album. I want to touch, like, maybe the top three tracks that I enjoy the most. The first track you put out there, Mama Love, The Undertaker. I love this track from to start off an album. It's chill. It's an homage to your mom, obviously. That's awesome. And, obviously, it's also a track to all the haters that used to laugh at you, which I love as well. Because... And- People who know me closely know why I do the podcast. Like, I find that when I get rejected or when a guest bails on me last minute, that's when I do my best work and I always get a better guest. I always do, like, the haters is what fuels me if that's, odd. like, I'm not doing this other than, like, I've put out over 260 episodes without missing one. So that's, if you do the math, five years without missing an episode ever. The only reason why I do that is because I don't want the haters to say, look, he, he failed. Not because I'm trying to break a record or anything. Like, that's what fuels me. And like I said, I don't know if it's because I could relate to the song. And obviously, that Undertaker theme is sick. Thank you, man.
3: So, it's just one it, it was my way of starting it off and being more personal. Because I, like I said, it's always been about the wrestlers. When I do a song, I do it about the... Like, if I take a wrestler theme, I'll make it... a sense it around them. This one was more personal. So, I wanted to start it off. You know what I mean? With show that the wrestling connection is more than just a cash grab. Like, it's something that's been in my life since I was young. You know what I mean? We all uh. grow up and we have our personal connections to things that we enjoy. That's our pastimes, our hobbies. And wrestling, for me, was my connection to my parents. We, our, My first memories is watching it with them, and they're both gone now. So it's like, you know what I mean? That's my way to stay kind of connected. And it just so happens that I found a way to kind of mesh the two worlds of the things I love, man, you know what I mean? So... I feel like to start the album off. I'm like, let me address some of that. And yeah, in the beginning, it was a lot of laughter. Like, you rapping,
4: raw wrestling. What are you doing? Yeah. That's what, <laughs> you know, it's fake, right? Like, of course, I know it's fake, man.
3: You know, hip hop fake, right? <laughs> so yeah, it was a lot of that in the beginning. It still happens, but it's because things are happening. It's a lot less now. You see, you don't. Hate, I don't hear as much as that. But I never forgot it. <laughs> I never forgot. Like, laughing at me. My first album, Nate. Somebody created a whole fake page and to, to laugh at me and say that I thought I was Rick Flair. And I'm like, you damn right, I think I'm Rick Flair. I'm a rap Rick Flair. Let's
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> and then another track I loved, "Power of the Punch." I would never thought someone could remix Regal's entrance music into a rap track. So right there alone, kudos to you. And obviously, I love, I love. Wait, which, which 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 Regal's track are we talking about? Real Man's Man. <laughs>
4: yes.
2: Yo, you gotta, you gotta, so
3: wait, so, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm unfamiliar with your music, so you take the actual, um, entrance music and you remix Yo, it, yeah, okay, I, mean, I gotta check so it like, out. I mean, and because I'm on the pod, I'ma drop, I'ma drop an extra gem, I took his villain theme, mm. and, and spiced it in the background too, so you can hit like, yeah. certain parts in the beat, it breaks down and you hear the okay. villain back there too, but yeah, I took the real man's man, called Mega Ram, my man, O Super, and got them on there with me. That's dope, I gotta, I gotta check it out. Now yeah. And I don't uh, know if you've sampled this before, but if I had to pick one song, I don't think anybody's ever sampled it, but I think it'll make a crazy track, is, you remember Hakushi? Hakushi, yo, see? His theme music? <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, that's funny. one of the craziest songs ever. Yo, I don't have my computer with me, but I have that beat loaded up in my in my MPC, like, real, yo, yo it's like, that, I'm still that beat working to me
2: was, That beat to me was always like,
3: like it was like the opposite of Undertaker, it was like a light yo, you're
2: right, the way <laughs> it like,
3: came in? Like in the name of it is like Angel or something, so yeah. Part of being the opposite of the Undertaker. I yeah, that I was mean, a few. That was a few. They should have. They should have definitely made. Yeah, I think they were like leaning to
2: maybe do that feud, Undertaker oh, oh. and Hakushi, But whenever that, like, I want to hear a song, like that's the one. I love yeah. that. I love uh, the, the original Goldust theme song, but I know Health the oh, Skelta sampled okay. that on one of their that albums.
3: Was, that was like on my first album. I got that one. I had to do that. But I, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and obviously shout out to Megarand, former guest too. He added to that track. That was awesome. And yeah, like I said, that part of the punch is just what you do is just awesome. People gotta try. And the other one, this is my absolute favorite off the album, "Crack 'em in the Mouth." Oh yeah, yeah. Deuce and Domino theme chopped up into hip hop, my friend. Yeah, yeah.
3: Cliff Compton,
0: Cliff Compton liked it too. Like, Did he? I think, remember you seeing it when I um I put it out for him and
3: he wound up supporting it. I'm like, oh, that's what's up, like yeah. So. Funny story, like I've been producing okay. for ten years now.
4: Yeah. When I first started, I tried to make two beats. I tried to make a beat with the N W O theme, which it still didn't go well. I, I don't know. Sure, sure. And the other one was me trying to do all about cool, like trying to flip it.
3: And the first time I did it, I tried. I did it. It was all. It was all bad. So last year, I finally was like, let me let me conquer this mountain. You know what I mean, and I climbed it, and then I came over cracking with a mouth. But yeah, uh, um, I just. It's that era of wrestling, the two thousand from the 2005 to the two, 2010. And like, sure. I know a lot of us at the time. that's right before I got online. So all of my friends started watching wrestling around that time. So it was like just me. So that's like yep. that time is super important to me. Like, you know what I mean, I thought it was just me. But when I got online to see everybody else was still there, too. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. right. And so when I know somebody that was in that ruthless aggression era, because I mean, a lot of people left after seventeen. Yep, it's you know, true. Or whenever, or twenty, a lot of people dipped up out of there. So like, it's still when it was, it was just me. I'm in far away. Ain't a lot of <laughs> wrestling fans out here. Like, <laughs> like so yeah, it's the, I, I, I try to always incorporate some from that time when I came. It's like I want to do it every all the time, but every once in a while, I'm definitely getting one. Yeah,
0: and kudos again. Your flow, your raps, everything is just point on. I'm telling you, so, you know, you're, you're, you're going to go on this shit and you're going to really enjoy it. Like, I'm telling you. It's not like I told him this the last time I had him on. It's not like today's rappers where everyone sounds the same. Like, he has his distinct style. You know it's him. When you hear him, you're like, that's rated R. Like, you know what I mean? And that's just fantastic. Nice.
3: I appreciate Yeah, man, I appreciate that. Like, from that last time we was on, I could
0: I was talking, I, I gave a little, I couldn't t- talk too much about it, though. I know, like, I know. Like, because we know, you know how now it's super competitive. Everybody's
4: like, I don't know these ideas. Right, I, got, I got it right here. I just pulled it up right there. Perfect. From oh, album. There it is. That's me. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just pulled it up. I was like, all oh, this talk, once you, you know,
2: yep, you got a ranch. Right There's a track called Chuck and Billy. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a oh, rap. It's
3: a I rap. Thought, <laughs> yo, I thought he was going to say that. That's my favorite joke. There. I, yeah? I, that's my favorite joke. Oh, I got to check that out. Okay. I'm definitely right after this is done, I'm going to put it on. Yo, I'm I'm on. Nice. <laughs> You know, if I'm getting all your information and all, I follow you on everything. You already know. Absolutely,
0: I Respect that. Same here. And, and quickly, right out before we get to the worst story of the week, Who We Are, Volume 1. How did all this come to be? Like, I, I know you've worked with uh, Ruckus in the past before, so what's going on? Fill us in, my friend. So, you know, I've been online.
3: I've been putting my music out. Like, I came out with them side complex, and that's how we connected. Right. And at the same time, I had made the connection with a, um, Ruckus. I guess he he started seeing some of my work. He reached out for um for me to do Top Flight theme in the beginning, right? So I'm Top Flight, and I did a song for Jungle Boy too. I'm still mad they ain't use it. Like I got the, I got the remix. He did a remix for Tarzan Boy, yeah. And he left the face open for me to rap on. Like so, I'm like, what? I got two verses on there. I'll put it out. Well, he put it out like he's so it's for sale. You can find it somewhere. But I'm gonna put it out again after the, when, this, when this episode come out. I'll put it out. Just retweet it again just so people just don't have to look too hard for it. Perfect. But after that. We was looking for um when, a, when, a, when a, I always told him you need anything, you want work like you got any work you need help with anything just let me know. So when this when this project came when I um when they when they was looking for people to do the project, he hit me up and I said oh yes sir yes sir like I'm on it like and we had to, we had to, we got to choose who we wanted and I didn't. I knew early on I wasn't trying to get anybody that everybody's gonna get. I'm like, yo, give me Lee Johnson. Nice. I'm gonna take somebody I could do something with. And yeah. Yeah. So Lee Johnson was the story, and I had, I took his name. He said the story. Everybody got their stories from the wrestlers. Mm. I collaborated with him on how he wanted it to sound. He said he wanted like some introspective. I'm like, oh, that's right on my lane, yo. You want bars? I'm like, cause, and I knew with the album, everybody was gonna be trying to make. Mainstream music, so I'm like, sure. "Hi, right, I got a lane for me. I'm gonna just make something straight ball fest, get an album saying." And I knew it was like that when I realized my song was one of the last songs on the album. I'm like, yeah, I'm one of the closest it's, it's it's that way for a reason because you know you get through all the album stuff, you get to the hip hop at the end. Like, yeah, you know I mean. But yeah, he, he he enjoyed the song. I spoke to his parents. Like, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, he said after. He heard the song, he got me in contact with it. He's like his parents wanted to talk to me like okay. over the song. I'm like, oh that shit was amazing, man. That's it made awesome. me feel extra good because they was like, Yo, you really captured what we like the essence of what was going on with our son. I'm like, Oh of man, course. they Yeah, big com saying I don't know. I just I never had nothing like that happen to me before. So it was it was definitely uh, a moment. I'm like, wow.
0: That's awesome, that's awesome So, without tipping the hat too much Anything else in the works with AEW you could share? Yeah, you know, you know, we, we working I, I
3: can't really do <laughs> too much though I can't Sure, no, of course it, It's real secrecy, but yeah I'm, We got some more stuff down in the pipeline coming, definitely Nice I don't know, I'm hopefully trying to work there one day, man
0: What's up? <laughs> Why like, not, y'all, right? Y'all need to wrap on retainers Many people as y'all hiring. But then after a while, it's like after a wow, while I can't be on everybody's song though. Yeah, you know Yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I was gonna see Ring of Honor is gonna need some music, right? Really? I, I, I even was trying to make some <laughs> songs to control your narrative, man. Yeah. <laughs> there's another one. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> oh, that's I awesome. Was, that's awesome I was, like, there's Too many hip hop fans. In there. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. that demographics is too fond of hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. All right, well, you guys ready for the worst story of the week? Yes, sir. Alright. See so, you no know, I'm gonna need your help on this one, my friend. Because you posted something that blew my fucking mind. And I saw uh, someone that well, he's Canadian, but I don't know if he was here or in the States. He posted it as well, so I don't even know if it's available up here in Canada. And Ridodar, I don't know if you've seen this yet. Talk to me about Starlight Limited Edition space flavored Coca Cola. What? <laughs> yes, so I I to like the bodega or cbs or whatever and i see a drink that i've never seen before i, right. it. I
4: don't care what okay, it okay. is or whatever and i saw this coca-cola thing that looked a little different it looked a little red it wasn't really black it was more like red oh shit and it, said, it said starlight edition space flavored coca-cola and i was like what is this um so i picked it up and i
2: started drinking it at first my first sip i'm like yeah. i hated it but then i started drinking it some more and i'm like you know it's actually pretty good it, i don't know how to describe it like it tastes like, like cotton candy like skittles it's like candy but not as sweet it's not like
0: you know crazy sweet but if somebody else drank it and said they tasted like toasted marshmallow or what something. The fuck? So i don't know if it's just like i don't know if it's called space edition because it's whatever your taste buds want to oh. accept
4: type of thing um but yeah and the more i drank it i feel like the flavor just kept changing That's to it. me it was what wild but um i enjoyed it like i never actually go back and rebuy these things the last time i bought a drink like this i threw it out right away it was like a um mountain dew gingerbread edition it was the worst the drink in my life
2: oh my god I, I don't like wasting drinks but literally after a sip I, I put the rest of it down my sink i was i never liked to waste drinks but i had to with that one but this one i had to give two thumbs up for this one if you have a chance to check it out if you find it anywhere pick it up for sure the starlight edition and i, I think it's like i was my, my co-worker was telling me it's okay. like i guess it's like a, a, like a creation
0: of like fans like fans so uh, I mean, ideas, oh, things. one of those things. Okay. Yeah, so I think it's like a series.
2: I think Starlight is like the actual like ideas, and then Space Flavor happened to be this one. So I think there's going to be more down the pipeline. Nice, nice. Yeah, because
0: I had so many questions. I'm like, was this actually like made in space? Does it cons- <laughs> Does it contain space <laughs> particles? Like, why space? Why not just say what it actually I, is? <laughs> I think because oh. the fact, like, I think the fact that it looks like red, it looks kind of like spacious, I guess, and there's, oh. there's
3: like some sparkles inside of it. And maybe like I'm not bugging. Maybe
2: it was. The flavor kept changing. Maybe that's the, the whole idea. Maybe it's like one of those things, you know, that keeps changing or to each person's taste buds, it might taste different.
3: No clue. But I like it. I actually like it. You know, this is, that's a good thing you brought up because the last few years, they've been going crazy with the soda flavors
0: like Pepsi. The Mango Pepsi from what? last mm-hmm. year. What yeah. the oh. fuck? Mango Pepsi? Oh, yeah. They got
3: Mango Pepsi, Mango yeah. Pepsi from last year is my favorite soda,
0: man. Really? They it's got a-
2: Mango Pepsi so good, man.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, would a, nev- as you would never
2: think it was good, but yes, it is. Yeah, see, I, I, I'm a sucker for um, I'm a sucker for Mountain Dew, and the first time they just, they disappointed me was a gingerbread. But I loved everything oh. before that—the cold red, the blue one, the okay. blackout one. Like every for flavor sure. before that has been top notch. They had a um, what was it like the Baja Blast? Like all those are great. But then this gingerbread one, I'm just
0: like, no, 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 that's not it, that's not it. Yeah, because I was going to ask you, what is like the weirdest flavored, like, the thing that always harkens back to, I don't know if you guys are The Office fans, but like that drink, the coconut penis flavored energy drink, like, imagine, see, see what now? Oh what? yeah, there's an episode of The Office where the whole staff, like, half of the staff won the lottery, and then they invested in a coconut penis flavored energy drink, and they thought it was going to blast off, no pun intended, but it never
2: did. Uh, now... Uh, that, that- <laughs> <laughs> um. this been some weird ones. Remember when they had the, the clear Pepsi? Like that came
4: yeah.
0: I think They released it a couple years ago. I picked that up. Um, um, Pepsi spice. You had the Pepsi spice. Yes, Pepsi spice. Was no, good. never had that. I one. have a, I mean, it's not like a different flavor, but I have in my prized possession. You know when they.
2: You know, in the back to, back to the Future movies, they had like a crazy future Pepsi, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the bottle one? Yeah, yeah. They re released those at one oh, point. Shit. I think it was like some anniversary shot. I was able to go to a Comic Con and I picked one up. It's like a crazy looking bottle. Okay. And I had to store it stored somewhere. I'm never going to drink that one. That's just like a <laughs> special collector's one. Sure. But as far as, uh, sorry, my son's uh, 2K just started blasting here. Um, as far as flavors goes, um, Oh, yeah, the mango ones up there. The Pepsi mango ones,
0: pretty good, man. Oh shit! See, I wish well, we'd get the same shit you guys get, man. Like it sucks. The, the cherry, the cherry seven up too. Mm, oh, that's yep. right. Well, what about yeah, like they had, they had the, the vanilla spray at one point? Yeah, Cream, a couple, Sprite, yeah that one's good. Sprite
3: remix from back in the day was Ooh, the greatest though. The yes. purple one. Yeah. Oh one. my god.
2: See, the thing is, I was I was mixing my own drinks when I was like you
3: know 10 years old i was doing this already i was already mixing dr pepper with spray and all that yeah i was doing my own
0: little mixers and now it's like they they put them in a bottle and resell them it make a lot and make a lot more money than you did right yeah <laughs> yeah no kidding right uh, these fucking assholes well guys really appreciate you guys coming <laughs> aboard thank you once again for coming on Sino, rated Art, Sino. i'll let you plug your shit first go ahead where can you find your work your socials all that go for it my friend Absolutely. As far as my socials, same thing across all across the board. Cnoevil,
2: C N O E V I L on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Um, you can check out my written work at PulseWrestling.com. Every week, I have reports for MLW, reports for Impact, reports for Dynamite. Um, as far as the audio work, I got my Wednesday podcast, Shot in the Dark. On the Up Next feed slash post wrestling, um, we're going to talk about all the shows. AEW,
4: Dark, NXT UK. Uh, I was going to say 205 Live, but this it's called NXT Level Up now. Yep. Um, uh, uh, everything, NWA, all those shows that
2: basically like don't fit your schedule. I'm able to recap them <laughs> in 15 minutes or less, give you all the important information, all the big happenings. There's some good wrestling out there. I'm telling you, like, AEW is good, but there's some good wrestling out there that people aren't giving a chance to. New Japan Strong is one of my favorite
3: shows right now. Crazy, crazy show. Um, so oh, check so- that out. Yeah, for sure. Right. Man. Right. When right. First, yeah, so you first started, right? The, when the conversation first started, I was gonna say it, but it was so good that I forgot it. But you, you like Kane?
2: Big Daddy Kane?
3: No, like Kane, the wrestler Kane. Yeah, Sino you know, EVO, right?
2: You know what's funny? My my actual <laughs> name is Sino. My my oh, name is right, right. my, my shoe name is John Sino, and oh. it's funny because there was two wrestlers that kind of took it. Yeah, john cena yeah. was Cena evil and i had Cena Weevil before either one of those started wrestling or, <laughs> or, uh, yeah. it's just crazy how it all worked out but yeah Ceno evil i didn't i did see the movie but that's not the reason why <laughs> i got the name you nation too right yeah there's, there's so many there's so many but yeah my actual shoot name is Ceno, so i can i can say that's my actual name uh and that's where the Ceno Weevil came from but yeah that's c-n-o-e-v-i-o on, on all on all social media follow me uh for any updates and you know anything i do is going to be up on the on twitter Dope, man. I was
0: like, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say that earlier. I meant to, can't to hit you with that. that. That shit, dope. And your shit, go for it, man. Oh, me, me, me. Hey, young man. All right,
3: take it. All right, all right. Sorry, I'm trying to
4: okay. parent.
3: Parenting never ends. <laughs> I'm trying to make the bag, man. Come on. <laughs> nah, I'm I'm everywhere. Rated R's. I'm R A E D underscore R on all the socials. It's the same thing. The On Palmer album is available everywhere. On Palm album, it's on all streaming services. It's even on. I even made a YouTube playlist, if you, just in case you don't have anything, you could throw it on there too. And just follow me. Um, I got, I got something dropping. I give you exclusive next month. I got a new project jump in The Saturday, Saturday morning superstar sounds. Ooh. So yeah, you know, you wake up Saturday morning as a kid, you get your cereal, you, you get ready to watch the <laughs> TV. So yeah, it's a, it's gonna be a day in life, day in the life, waking up on a Saturday morning in the '90s. So, that's basically the theme of it. I'm coming out with that next month. So, yeah, just be on the lookout for that, too. And that's it, man. I don't got nothing to plug, man. I'm just happy to be. Oh, yeah, we'll be up, who we are. If y'all ain't in the AEW, we got a whole featuring 20, 27 artists. We just, all of us, trying to highlight the black the black wrestlers in AEW. So, you can, you can check for that, too. It'll be on streaming platforms um, coming in the next couple of weeks, too. Because nice. it was only... We did it for charity, so it was only available for pre order, like, you know, the physical copies. And right. now it's going to be on streaming in the next month or so, too. So just be on the lookout for that as well.
0: Awesome. And for myself, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter under Finga Styles. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, the Podcast App. Email us your thoughts, suggestions, comments, anything you want to get off your chest at app at gmail.com. Please rewind to the top of the show. Support those fine sponsors because it helps them out most definitely helps me out. And most importantly, please rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms. Okay. All I got one last question for you Rated R. I I need to know this, please, because it's borderline driving me nuts. What's your infatuation with Reddick Moss, my friend? Yo, man. You don't see the Madcap, boy?
3: Madcap is the future, man. Like when you when you when you go to create a wrestler and you make a wrestler, he wound up looking like Madcap. Well, I know I when I used to do SmackDown back in the day, my wrestlers looked like Madcap. So when I first seen him, I'm like, yo, that's one of my guys. And I've been that ever since. Not to mention that he's actually
0: got a juicy in the business. That's oh, true. I'm so excited about him, too.
3: He noticed a Madcap household, right?
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> that's hilarious well on that note he's john he's rated r i'm steve this is the podcast peace Lady, uh, nice. <laughs>